This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It is Friday, January 6th, and this is People Every Day. Happy Friday, everyone. It's me, Janine Rubenstein, here with you once again. We have a very fun show for you today with lots of music news to get to, including Shania Twain, who has a new song out. We've said it on here before, and I'll say it again. The Shania Sance is happening, and I am here for it. And of course, we'll be digging into all the Real Housewives news floating around. Lisa Renna is leaving, and Jen Shah's sentencing happened today. Ooh, just so much out there. But let's start with one. What else has been swirling around in the news? It is a really special Friday morning right yeah. here because, and I'm sorry, but the tears yeah. are already flowing. Yeah. Al Roker is back. Yes! Come on! That's right. America's favorite weatherman is back. Al Roker returned to the Today Show for the first time in nearly two months since blood clots in his leg and lungs sent him to the hospital. Al was greeted warmly by Savannah Guthrie, Hoda Kotb, and the onset crew as he made his way. Fans outside of the studio held signs featuring Roker's face and the words, welcome back. Roker was all smiles and appreciative of all the support and well wishes he received. He shared some new details regarding his health crisis that kept him sidelined for so long and said he underwent a seven-hour surgery to, as he put it, correct a bunch of internal stuff. He also added that he had two major complications. I had blood clots, which they think came up after I had COVID in September. And then I had this internal bleeding going on. I lost half my blood. They were trying to figure out where it was. Roker thanked his wife, Deborah Roberts, for all of her support in addition to the incredible medical team at New York Presbyterian Wheel Cornell Medical Center. And even though he'd been off for so long, his wit and sense of humor were as sharp as ever. I have missed you guys so very much. You are my second family, and it's just great to be back and wearing pants. (laughs) I love it so much. So glad to see Al Roker back on his feet and back where he belongs. Now on to a story that's been developing throughout the day. A suspect has been arrested after they allegedly burglarized the Los Angeles home belonging to the parents of hit musicians Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell. The LAPD responded to a call to the home around 9.15 p.m. last night concerning a report that a man was hopping over a fence into the yard belonging to the lovely singer's home. Video footage shared on the Citizens app of the suspect's arrest shows a man being handcuffed and restrained by numerous LAPD officers. It was not made immediately clear if anything was stolen from the home, and reps for the LAPD and for the famous brother-sister duo did not immediately respond to people's request for comment. While it sounds like no one was harmed and nothing was damaged, it's still a very scary situation. I'm glad everyone is okay. And some news to bring some true light on this first Friday of the year. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin has had his breathing tube removed and is speaking. Wednesday night, Hamlin began to show signs of improvement and woke up and was able to write out messages, including asking, 
who won the game? The Bills announced earlier today that Hamlin's tube was removed overnight and that he's continuing to progress and added, quote, his neurologic function remains intact and he has been able to talk to his family and care team. And earlier this morning, the Bills tweeted out another update saying that Hamlin FaceTimed into today's team meeting and was able to talk with players and coaches where he was able to tell the team, love you boys. Just remarkable, you guys. So many heroes involved in this story and just so beyond happy for DeMar Hamlin, his family, and of course, his teammates. And now let's turn our attention to women who've made a career out of receiving attention and break down all of today's buzzed about Real Housewives news. Well, it is time to get your wine ready to throw (laughs) and your designer clutches out of the closet because there is a lot happening in the Bravo universe today and we just have to talk about it like we are at a dinner table on a girls trip. We've got Lisa Renna leaving Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, Lisa Vanderpump talking about it, and Jen Shaw receiving her fate and being sentenced after her trial for wire fraud. The New Jersey Housewives trailer still has my jaw on the floor. And where is Kathy Hilton in all of this Beverly Hills drama? There is only one person here at People to get us the answers. People's digital editor, Dave Quinn. Dave, welcome back to the show. Very happy to be here on a historic day in the Real Housewives universe. Ooh, I know what you're talking about. And we are going to get to that first and foremost. Uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City's Jen Shaw, you know, one of the most polarizing characters to ever be on a franchise, went to court today to be sentenced after pleading guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud for allegedly running a telemarketing scheme that defrauded elderly people out of thousands of dollars. Set up the scene for us and walk us through the charges and this sentencing. Yeah, so Jen Shah today was in a New York City court pleading guilty for her role in the telemarketing conspiracy. She was there with her husband, Coach Shah, and their son, Sharif Jr. and Omar, as well as many of her family members. And there was a back and forth over, I believe the government was asking for 10 years. She was asking for three. Inevitably, they settled on 78 months, which is 6.5 years for her role in orchestrating this fraud scheme. Um, She also, after that, will get five years of probation. Her sentence begins February 17th in a prison in Texas to be determined. She's asked for Camp Bryan, which is the most minimum security facility in the West. That's also where Elizabeth Holmes has asked to go to. Mm. Can you imagine if the two of them would be in the same prison? The reality cameras would want to be running in that sense. Well, let's talk about these victims, though, because they spoke out and made sure that their witness impact statements made it clear what they suffered and how their lives have been forever changed, you know, by the schemes they thought would improve their lives, right? So what did we hear from the victims throughout this case? So in court documents obtained by people, the victims detailed the consequences of Jen's actions as part of a this telemarketing fraud scheme. We chatted with Shah's attorney and, and she said Jen is devastated by the suffering she's caused to these people. She's vowed to dedicate her life to try to make each of them whole. She spoke about that again in court, saying that she's trying to raise the money to pay them back. Now, many people, including the judge, called her on the fact that she was selling merchandise like 
like free Jen Shaw in an effort to raise money to pay these people back. It was also brought up that her tagline talked about her innocence, that she's kind of profited from the reality show in which she's been saying that she's innocent over and over and over again. But the documents details a widow, a Vietnam War veteran, a man who says that they were driven to homelessness by her admitted financial crimes. A year and a half into this exhausting, overwhelmed and frustrated widow's grieving period, she came across an email that appeared to be the solution to her problems. And it was Jen kind of pushing her to invest into her future. This dream situation, of course, quickly turning into a nightmare. A 75-year-old retiree issued a letter to the courts on behalf of not only himself, but the many other seniors who were scammed by Jen Shah. Years back, he says he received an unsolicited call from Vision Solutions Management, which promised teaching and leading him to success with their coaching. These mm-hmm. were all of the sort of efforts that yeah. uh, happened and multiple, multiple people came forward and talking about how they were conned. And when you dive into the things that happened, it's really, really dark. Wild. It's good to note that she's already agreed to pay millions in restitution. Wowzers. Well, goodness, we will have to see how that pans out when she starts that sentence in February. Moving on to Beverly Hills, Lisa Renna, who joined the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in 2014, is officially leaving the show. And I need you to explain to me why, because Lisa Renna, good or bad, is great TV. People was exclusively the one to break the news of her exit. She said to us in a statement, quote, this is the longest job I have held in my 35-year career. And I'm so grateful to everyone at Bravo and all those involved in the series. It has been a fun eight-year run, and I'm excited for what's to come. For someone like Lisa Renna, in my experience and, and know-how, somebody who's been on the show for a long time, these decisions are not made easily. It's typically a mutual conversation between the network and the star. And I would bet money that that's what happened in this case. I do think that the fans have really turned on her in the past few seasons and seemingly pinpointed her as like this evil villain who is responsible for everybody's demise when that is very much not the case. I think that she is such a strong force multiplier that she's somebody who causes the action on the show that I worry that there really won't be a lot of conflict But that seems to be what the fans want. I will say, like, because we had talked about this before, her fan approval rating has been kind of up and down. And it seems like Kathy Hilton may have possibly had something to do with this or no. She made that bold statement, like, if she's in, I'm out. A lot of housewives make loud statements and ultimatums. They are not taken seriously by the network ever. So I do not think that Kathy Hilton's ultimatum really counted for much here. I don't even know if Kathy Hilton will be returning, but I do think that you're right. Bravo really measures and monitors how the fans feel about these women. And there is a switch from love to hate to hate to hate. And I do think that that's kind of what happened is that they love to hate Renner for a long time. And for some reason, this culture has decided that they hate hate her. I do think that that's a mistake. I do think that people get caught up in the movement. And I'm very curious to see what those people will be saying a year from now. Well, now I know it has been a minute since it came out, but I I can't let you go without talking about this Real Housewives of New Jersey season 13 trailer. It is insane. And I just need to know, you know, what you know about what we can expect this season. 
I have to say, a lot of people have started to sleep on the Real Housewives in New Jersey. I am begging you to wake up and watch it. <laughs> this season is so good. We are really going to witness the fallout between Teresa and Melissa in a way that we haven't in years. It has been brewing since Melissa mm. joined the show way back when in season three. So this is a 10-year in the making sort of blow up. Melissa's been a little bit silent. She's spoken about feeling betrayed and feeling like she needed to kind of cut out something that was not good for her in her relationship with Teresa. Teresa has spoken a lot about feeling betrayed as well. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see how it all plays out. Mm. The tree huggers, as they're called, will always love Teresa. I'm (laughs) sure those who are Melissa fans will feel the same, but Keep your eyes open on every last detail. I love it. Well, Dave, it is time for us to back off. Back Uh. off. Okay? (laughs) Go watch that trailer. You'll know what I'm talking about. It's good. It's good. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on and sorting through all of this reality tea with me today. Such a pleasure. Telling you, with that audition, I can get you a job on The Real Housewives. There are some (laughs) openings across the franchises. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'll have my people call your people. (laughs) As you are well aware by now, it is Friday, which means today is the first New Music Friday of the year. Coming up, we are getting into all of the biggest music stories and singles that are making their early mark on 2023. But first, a new trailer dropped for Prince Harry's ITV interview, which is set to air this Sunday. After the break, we hear straight from him about that physical altercation he says went down with his brother, Prince William. Drama. Stay right there, and I'll see you on the other side of the break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We are back, and just like all of you out there, I am so glad the weekend is here, and I can't wait until Sunday to see Prince Harry's latest sit-down interviews. This Sunday, the Duke of Sussex will have one interview airing on 60 Minutes and another on ITV, and today we saw a few clips from that ITV interview where Harry opens up about the physical altercation he had with his brother William. Harry shares how there had been a deep frustration, or red mist as he described it, growing with in him for years. And then he said he saw that same frustration boil over in his brother. What was different here was this level of frustration. And you know, I talk about the red mist that I had for so many years, and I saw this red mist in him. He wanted me to, to, to hit him back, but I chose not to. 
In the interview, Harry also opens up about his past drug use, including cocaine, marijuana, and mushrooms. But he's prepared to air it out and move forward. Now, CBS also released a new excerpt from their upcoming 60 Minutes Prince Harry interview. In the clip, Harry opens up about how he wasn't surprised that the British press would go after Meghan and mentions how his sister-in-law, Kate Middleton, and stepmother, Camilla, faced tabloid backlash of their own when they entered into the royal family. But he says he was blindsided by the racial elements of Meghan's treatment, which led him to wonder if he was bigoted himself. The race element which was what the press, British press jumped on straight away. I went into this incredibly naive. I had no idea the British press was so bigoted. Hell, I was probably bigoted you, before the relationship with, with Meghan. You think you were bigoted before the relationship with Meghan? I, I don't know. Put it this way, I didn't see what I now see. I mean, you guys, Sunday is going to be appointment viewing, okay? I will have a very full bowl of popcorn at the ready, and I cannot wait to talk about it all with you on Monday's show. It is New Music Friday here on People Every Day, and the songs we have lined up on our list today are some good ones, you guys, including an emotional track from Quavo that pays tribute to his nephew and fellow Migos rapper Takeoff, who was shot and killed last year. We're going to get into it all. So joining me now to do just that is People writer Jack Irvin. Hey, Jack, welcome to the show. Hey, Janine. Thank you so much for having me. Well, let's talk about this new Quavo song because, man, it really pulls at your heartstrings. It's called Without You. Take a listen. I wish I had a time machine Just so you can take a ride with me I miss just how you smile at me Wow. I'm just thinking of Quavo and their family. I can't imagine how hard this is for them. I mean, what Cardi has shared about her husband Offset's grief is just terrible. But the song really honors the time they spent together. So what else does Quavo share? Well, this song is extremely emotional. Quavo talks about wishing that he had a time machine so that they could hang out together again. He misses his smile. He says, Unk and Few till infinity, which was what they referred to each other as, like uncle and nephew. It's really sweet. He just talks about all the things that he wishes they could do together, all the times he's cried and how things just aren't the same without him. I'm just sending so much love and prayers his way. And staying in the rap vein, I want to talk about French Montana. He has a new song out with DJ Drama and Smokey Margiela and ASAP Rocky called Chit Chat. I love me some French Montana. He's a friend of the show. But along with this new song came some sad news. Last night, outside a restaurant where French was filming a music video in Miami, 10 people were shot. This is just devastating. Jack, what do we know here? Yeah, so this is really tragic and it's just kind of breaking today. So at least 10 people were injured in the shooting outside of a Miami Gardens, Florida restaurant called The Licking, which is actually a restaurant group that's owned by DJ Khaled. So French Montana was filming a music video in the parking lot, according to statements from the restaurant and the local fire department. 
so far there are no fatalities, but all of those people have received hospital care. And the restaurant said that their hearts are heavy and go out to the victims of the of the senseless act. Yeah. Goodness gracious. It's just horrible and upsetting. And I'm just hoping everyone will be okay. But all right. All right, Jack. I feel like I've really like taken you into the depths there. Let's end this new music Friday on (laughs) an upbeat note, shall we? Our girl, Shania Twain, has a new album coming out next month. And her new single, Giddy Up, just makes us get up and dance. I love it. You know, I love me some Shania. She was one of our cover stars right before the holidays, right? And she talked about all the highs and lows throughout her life and career. Well, recently she spoke about a major career high. Tell us what she said about this. By the way, I love this new song. It's so much fun. But Shania (laughs) was talking to today.com and she said that performing with Harry Styles at Coachella was one of the highlights of her career. They did a cover of Man, I Feel Like a Woman last year at Coachella. And she talked about the first time they met, which was backstage at one of his concerts. And she said that he was kind of just on his way up after One Direction when they met. She said he was really sweet. And Harry told her, which warmed my heart, Harry said that he first began listening to Shania's music because his mom would show it to him when he was young. And at the time, Harry's mom's birthday was coming up. So he asked Shania if she would reach out to her for her birthday. And she did. And they said that that marked the beginning of their friendship. I love it. I love that friendship. It's just amazing. And one I wouldn't have thought of. But Jack, it has been so great having you on the show. Thank you for stopping by and giving us all of these music news and notes. Yes. Thank you so much. All right. Well, I'll end with this. We've all had some great and some not so great bosses in our lives, right? I'm not going to rehash the chaos that was my first boss at that one major retailer in downtown San Francisco. Nope. I'm saving that for another day. But going from having a bad boss to working for someone who respects you and recognizes your hard work is nothing short of magical. And one small business owner in Massachusetts is treating her staff to the most magical place on earth. Jessica Travis owns a breakfast spot in Hull, Massachusetts called Toast. Toast opened three years ago, which if you're doing some quick math, then you already know it opened right before the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. During that time, Jessica Travis's Toast staff was hit hard during the pandemic, but Travis and her team stuck together and toughed it out to keep Toast afloat through their takeout ordering service and work together as a family. She treats us like family every day that we come in, you know, treats us like one of her own kids. Well, Jessica was blown away by her staff's dedication and she wanted to reward them for their hard work. For the last three years, they stuck by me, dedicated themselves um, just to make toast what it is today. So I had the idea, what better way to reward them than Universal Studios and Disney World for a week. Yep, just before Christmas, she had the team put together a puzzle that spelled out, surprise, we're going to Walt Disney World. Her staff was in complete shock. I mean, of course, Jessica is paying for her employees and their family members, 27 people in total, to go to Disney World for seven days this coming May. A few years ago, Jessica's mother passed away and left her some money, and she said she'd been looking for the right opportunity to use her inheritance. I mean, what an incredible gesture. 
What an amazing boss. And I hope that this story was something to make you smile as you head into the weekend. Well, that's a wrap on our first week in 2023. Have a wonderful weekend, you guys. And I'll talk to you again on Monday, right here on People Every Day. People Every Day is produced by Chrissy Lindquist, Tony Mantia, Amy Machado, and Madison Lesby. Edited by Morgan Foose, Carter Wogan, Michael Aquino, and Adam Raimunda. And made with the help from Patrick Ramillion, Leah Roth-Barsanti, and the great team at Pod People. People's producers are me, Janine Rubenstein, and Charlotte Triggs. Our show is associate produced by Aliza Sessler and Fallon Harge, and executive produced by David Flumenbaum and Zoe Ruderman. 